0: You have two cups yeah. and a tangerine Sometimes for example three. and you you put the cup over you put one of the cups over the tangerine and <laughs> you sh- it's the, sh- the, sh- shell sh- sh- the shell game the shell, shell game yeah, yeah. it's three cups but I yeah i finally go ahead. figured out how they did it you just you just you squeeze the cup together and it picks up the tangerine God. i need to start updating my well, resume go back to fun characters now <laughs> wow <laughs>
1: Holy balls! I
0: didn't know how they did it. Yeah,
1: that's that's how
2: you do it. That's how you do it, huh? Let me mark my calendar. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna write that down so I remember. I can't
0: wait. I'm gonna try it. (laughs) I was fooling around in the kitchen with it, and I thought, wait a minute, this is how they do that. (laughs) And I'm gonna, I'm gonna spring it on a kid tonight. I bet she'll be a gog. She'll be a gog. Wow, how'd you do that, man? You need to learn how to do the rope. How's the rope the trick works? I'll show you. Oh. It's a, it's a, oh, oh my that was good I was a clown. But see, you pick up the tangerine with the cup. But you don't you, you don't even sure. you, you know, you don't crush the cup too much. They would pick up on that. Right. The tangerine. I got two cups that just happen to fit snugly over a tangerine. See, see the
3: other The other way of doing that is if you're sitting at a table. While you're shuffling them around. Yeah. The one with the tangerine slides off the edge. The tangerine drops into your lap, oh. and then you have two empty cups and then you show
0: then you can actually show her both cups. Yeah, but then how do you retrieve the tangerine and get it back into play? Well, it disappeared. I know, but you, to keep the trick going. You you
3: have to have a bag of tangerines because that one just, it's gone. Oh, it's I gone see. forever. I see. Do you like
2: your oranges you, in a bag? Or a <laughs> thank box? you, Chris. I was just going to say that.
1: <laughs> Egg. I walked in one day in my early run with garage logic and John was preparing to deliver the newscast and he and Matthew were talking about I was, the way I, they like their I was,
3: oranges. And I thought I was what there. The were you there. I remember too? it distinctly because I was surprised to learn that Deb would buy the tangerines that were in a bag, but then the bag was in a box and she would yeah. always leave the box at the store. And I got, I said, bring that box home. I want that box. Oh, they're cool boxes.
1: Yeah, they're great boxes. And that's when I said, is is this what I'm going to turn into? Yeah. Am I going to turn into one of these losers? Yes. Yes. And and I (laughs) The answer is yes. 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 (laughs) That's the stuff that excites me now. Yep. Oh, she's going to Aldi today. Oh,
0: man, this is great. I can't wait to go home and put on a magic show. (sighs) Bing-a-bang-a-boom. Polly's in the room. I used to be cool. Oh no no you were never
2: cool. No, never you know Chris, what? you never were. Yeah, right. Chris, don't I don't remember. remember that. I'm sorry.
3: It's so. just now that you you realize <laughs> that, that you're this not is cool. What I am. Yeah. Before you thought you were cool. And you, you know, were...
0: every year at this time of year, we get, get loud. seasonal depression. No. Nope. Hello, deck. Oh. I get two. a variety of calendars, and I throw them away. Trum? Well, now I, I I'm a dummy. I need one, and I don't have one now. So I'm going to go to the credit <laughs> union and get their calendar this
3: is a fight that i got into a, a fun fight with the uh, roommate a couple of weeks ago i said calendar fight I, a calendar fight yeah. <laughs> she said i i need i said just as an aside i need a couple of calendars and she's like oh let me bring a couple home from work and i just for some i don't know why i just went off on her I don't want those. It's probably from working with you, Such. I don't want those bleeping calendars yeah, that's with dogs and cats <laughs> and deer and eagles. Oh, yeah, I love that. I, I want a calendar with tractors or yeah. cars or, you know. And
1: Jeez, yeah, we had I a good I, 15 minute brawl. I think I speak for the entire staff that I could say we're not surprised, Kenny, that you
0: flew off the about <laughs> of a, a wall <laughs> Yeah, and don't pin it on me. No, but. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. And now I wish I would have said, you know what? I'd appreciate if you'd bring me home two calendars. That's right. Because I need them. I told her, I'm going to go find my own calendars. You think I did? I like that. Don't you get a desk
1: one from here? I do. Those are the I, best ones. I have ones. to have one to
0: hang on the wall. Yeah, I need one more wall calendar. I don't want to hang that one on the wall, Chris. It's way too big.
2: Uh, although this conversation is very weird. I have four hanging wall calendars every year. Two from Vintage Guitar, which are free, and then I buy two oh. music ones. Why don't you send me one of those?
3: Send me with that vintage one. I oh, want
2: it. it. It's right on the wall here. Oh,
3: oh my oh, God! Okay. What did you oh, What was that? Now we lost them. Hello? 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 Okay, you're there. Yeah, don't, you're there.
0: Don't do that. Don't, again. don't move yeah. anything, John. Don't,
3: don't,
2: don't do that, John. Move anything. Yeah,
0: don't try to show us anything. You made terrible buzzing noises when you did that. Not the
2: good kind. Okay. Um, yeah. uh,
3: what was that, Breitbart? What,
0: where that story was? Oh. Which, which story? Uh, what's your name? EV That's Kenny. That's yeah.
3: to
1: South Pole. Well, South Pole. A truck loaded with thousands of copies of, is it the The thesaurus spilled its load, leaving New York witnesses were stunned, startled, aghast. Look at this highway covered in thesauruses, Joe.
0: Oh. Say, uh, <laughs> they're shoveling out Highmark today. Twenty bucks an hour. Bring your own shovel.
1: I know. I showed it to William this morning. He said, "We could no. We're not doing that again. We we failed in our attempt last weekend. We're not. Uh, we're not doing that again." I'm mad at myself that I didn't soldier on.
0: Do they want, they do want a new football stadium in Buffalo. In fact, I think it's close to happening. I think. Okay, will it be a dome? No. Then they're going to have this problem forever. But it's not, where they're building it, it's not
1: going to be nearly as close to the lake, from what I understand. Not that that'll make a huge difference. Highmark
0: replaced War Memorial, right? Correct. I covered a game in War Memorial. It
1: was Ralph Wilson No, Ralph Wilson Stadium has been around since the 60s.
0: Well, hold on. I thought there were, the stadium in Buffalo was War Memorial. Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. Is not Highmark the brand of something? Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, you know. So somebody bought the naming rights. Now maybe well, Highmark, it was
1: New Era Field. Highmark, Mark. I believe is it's healthcare. It's something like whatever, whatever. Highmark. Not
0: here nor there.
1: Is Hi Mark the former war memorial? Rich Stadium Rich. was constructed in nineteen seventy-three. Well then, that's then it was where Ralph Wilson. Then it was Ralph Wilson stadium from ninety-eight to twenty fifteen, new era field twenty sixteen to twenty nineteen, and since twenty twenty it has been. Hi Mark. Well then that's stadium. the stadium
0: I've been in. Yeah. It's a dump. It's old. That's the one that you covered. Again. I tell you guys the story about covering uh Blackhawks and uh North Stars in the playoffs. It would have been in April of about 81, Oh in the early 80s. And uh, when I got done writing, you know, the Chicago Stadium is a lousy part of town. It was called Chicago Stadium mm-hmm. then it's been replaced yes. by the United Center, correct. And uh, when I when I came downstairs to leave, I assumed that I was going to get a cab, and and these guys kind of, these guys still hanging around working in the in the arena said, w- w- what's your deal? And I said, I just got done writing them with the Minneapolis paper, and I'm going to go get a cab. They said, you're not getting a cab. Not here. You're not getting a cab. So they flagged down a city plow truck, <laughs> and a city plow truck gave me a ride downtown to Michigan Avenue. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they saved your life, they probably. Did. They did, yeah. You're not getting a cab You're not, here. You're not getting a cab The here. cab
1: driver's going to rob you <laughs> blind. Right. Uh, Rattalone's hardware. Uh, <clears throat> Here's what I need today, gents. You don't need anything for me. Nope, I just Daddy need, ain't
0: making any money. I just need a... Wolf,
1: uh, what do you call it? Precision's only three times a week.
3: Where's Matthew?
0: God only knows, Kenny. He comes on time... Then he disappears. Oh, he's doing that archive thing, huh? No, he's probably... Kenny, rookie, are you eating? He's not in the he's room. He's down,
2: downstairs getting food. Probably. Kenny, I
1: need Seafoam and Maple Grove today. John, North American. Rookie, I need Zero resin Masonic. Are we on the council? We
0: sure are, Oh, Joe. then I can't ask Kenny a Seafoam question. Why? Oh, uh, because okay. I'm not going to.
1: All right. Do you want us to close our ears? My shoulder hurts.
2: (laughs) I need some icy hot. From patting
1: yourself on the back. up on the
2: ride. I don't know what it's from. Maybe playing guitar.
0: Rolling. Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1228, January 19, 2024. That date is ringing a bell for some reason. Uh, I don't know why. Forty-nine degrees was the record high on this day. That was back in nineteen twenty-one, and it was thirty-four degrees, uh, thirty-four degrees below zero Whoa. on this day in nineteen seventy. Hail the flashlight king! Hail you! And now from the mayor's
3: office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, manning Technology Corner. Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Ooh. Shop, Ooh. John Height in the newsroom, Ooh. and of course the rookie.
0: Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, Ooh. and the keeper of common sense. <laughs> Quick look up. What day was uh, January nineteenth in nineteen seventy? What All day right. of the week was it? I will do that as we speak. I have a feeling I know that day. We got a late call to play at Hibbing. And we loaded up the. At that time, we had a Corvair van. It was a Monday. And then it wasn't this day.
3: Corvair van. Yeah. yeah.
0: Engine in back. Yeah. Air cooled. Uh, yes. Wow. And, and, and it had. So it wasn't this day, but it was a. a, a Dreadfully cold Saturday about that time. How how did the heat work in that thing? Well, that's the story. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm sorry. The number
1: one song in the country was Raindrops Keep Falling on My uh, Head by B.J. Thomas.
3: Oh, B.J. Thomas. Yeah, right.
0: Davis. Candy. We I, had two guys down. in the back that were separated from the front <sighs> by all of the equipment, and they froze to death. <laughs> and then the two guys in front, one of whom was me, we built a fire in the ashtray.
4: awesome
0: earlier this week i'm so glad you
1: reminded me of this a listener sent to the garage logic podcast twitter account and i retweeted it it was a story that rusty gatenby did on you guys back in 1999 youtube clip in that five minute news story did first of all boy did you guys look good 25 years ago Uh, secondly There was a stock photo that Rusty included of you in your band. Really, I'd never seen this oh, yeah. photo the before. The, you got to turn your mic up. The
5: now. one where you're on the bridge. Okay. Or you're, you're yeah, like looking this. What a dapper disturbed. little
1: drummer you were.
5: What,
0: what? What was this? Something that appeared on television? It was a Channel Five story. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I don't recall. Rusty
5: just did a thing on Garage Logic. We were just in our new studios. It was ninety nine. Yeah, oh. we came to our
0: new studios in July of ninety nine. So Where that, did yeah. you see this recently? The roommate was trying to tell me about this. Yeah,
1: it, I retweeted on, it from the GL account oh, earlier this why. week. Yeah, on <laughs> Facebook.
5: It's on the uh, Twin Cities Radio people, present and past.
3: Okay, I think I have GL most, uh, blocked. The best on, um, line was uh, <laughs> tweet,
5: the
1: best line
0: was Rookie when he was asking oh, your,
1: your role. And he says, "Well, I have to sit here and pretend to laugh at."
0: He's the funniest guy around. <laughs>
1: It, yeah, was it was very funny. Yeah.
0: So we get to the Hibbing yeah. Armory. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And at least at least one uh, coiled up electrical cord we dropped on the floor and it shattered like a piece of no, lic- frozen licorice. Johnny, and the, the uh, Hibbing Armory bailed us out with extension cords. That's the end of the story. Not much of a story, except it was cold as hell. I mean cold. And you never really want to go anywhere in a Corvair van that no. they're they're no. just not very good. Wasn't the Deluxe Corvair? We have a new hire in the Minnesota Department of Health. Minnesota Department of Health welcomes Acassiano De Souza as the new leader of the Health Equity Division. Mm-hmm. Now, you might say, well Joe, is it really worth uh Pointing this woman out, and I say, Well, it is because you're paying for her. Okay. This would be another Walls appointee. Appointee. The offic- the Minnesota Department of Health is pleased to welcome Odie Chinma, otherwise known as Odie, Acasiano Dash de Souza, as the new director of the Center for Health Equity. And her first day. Uh, was January seventeenth, Wednesday. So she's been on the job just a couple of days. Uh, we are excited to have Odichinma join MDH. Said MDH Assistant Commissioner, Doctor Halkino Tura. Probably
5: just one assistant.
0: Never Probably just one assistant. I would imagine. I would imagine huh? She brings a rich background in equity research and translating evidence into effective solutions and she shares our vision for systems transformation to advance equity we look forward to adding her knowledge and leadership to our work advance equity across to our work probably meant to add a word to there to advance equity across minnesota Prior to joining MDH, Ecusiono Dash de Souza worked at the Center for Anti-Racism Research for Health Equity as a project manager and research scholar. She also served as the director of operations for the Research in Color Foundation, leading efforts to support scholars who are interested in pursuing a PhD. D degree in economics and related fields with the overarching goal to improve the number of underrepresented scholars within these fields. Hmm. Okay. acociano Dash D'Souza is a PhD candidate at the University of Minnesota School of Public Health. Her research focuses on investigating structural factors that result in racial inequities in long-term services and supports generating population level research evidence and working collaboratively toward translating research evidence into effective interventions at the policy level and in long-term care programs and services (laughs) as part of her academic career. a. Ocociono-D'Souza worked on state-funded projects to develop a report card system for Minnesota-assisted living settings that measures residents' quality of life and satisfaction and to identify strategies to reduce health inequities in home and community-based services through a community-led approach. Before pursuing her PhD, Acosiano-D'Souza worked as a program consultant at the Minnesota Department of Human Services, supporting projects focused on understanding how racial inequities and geography impacts the quality of life and quality of care for people as they age and for people living with disabilities who receive home and community-based services. Ocasiano wow. Dash D'Souza has a Bachelor of Science degree in Human Biology from the University of California, San Diego and a Master of Public Health degree from the University of Minnesota School of Public Health. When she is not working or resting <laughs> this is my favorite paragraph. Too. Please continue. <laughs> when she is not working or resting, she enjoys developing and testing new food and drink recipes, oh. <laughs> traveling to explore new cities and cuisines, yeah. visiting with family and friends, yeah, relaxing at home during her doing her skincare routine. <laughs> Jesus Ah. Christ. (laughs) Listening (laughs) to some good music, reading a book, or watching a show. A show. show. (laughs) Let me ask
3: you. Let me pause there. Let me ask you, do you think they had a quota, a certain number of
0: words they had to get into this press release? Mm -hmm. Because that last paragraph is hilarious. It's not often you get the skincare routine. Yeah, the whole whole deal. (laughs) The Center for Health Equity created in 2013 to advance health equity has grown dramatically, I can imagine, for about a dozen staff in 2020 to approximately 50. Oh, okay. today, Yeah, can you imagine? Recognizing this growth and the center's role in providing support and technical assistance across the agency, the executive office has elevated the Center for Health Equity to a division named the Division of Health Equity Strategy and Innovation. Dr. Halkino Tura, who was promoted to assistant commissioner for the Health Equity Bureau, in March of 2023, was the most recent director of the center. Since his promotion, Dr. Tura, has continued in the role on an interim basis with the support from Sarah Schutt, the executive director since 2016. And Sarah Schutt will continue in her possession as assistant director. And God bless this new director of Minnesota Health, But uh, I'm not buying one word of what I just read. Okay. Uh, It's all nonsense. Hogwash. It's all gibberish. Rubbish. Well, none Mm -hmm. of this can be measured for achievement, with the possible exception of examining the uh, quality of care, for example, in, uh, in senior centers. Maybe there's some empirical way to accomplish that that she's been involved in and that would be i would imagine that would be helpful uh so that when you uh when you walk into the room and you find the guy putting shoe polish on his swimsuit area you can tell him no we have to turn the clocks back yeah you just
3: i was about to go on a tirade about that very subject it is abhorrent the way some of these people are treated in some of these facilities and the other thing you just said that really bugs me about this press release what victories i want to hear about the victories what major changes have come because of your job and what you've done in the past and i'm not seeing anything show me some results zero
0: show me something zero this is another example of the DEI movement expanding to fulfill its own self-fulfilling prophecy of existence.
3: So what I'm picturing, and I I'd, I wish I was wrong, but what I'm assuming is that her and her 50 employees are just coming up with ways to prove to their superiors that their position is needed, right? Well, it's even- Keep me it, employed another month.
0: Probably even simpler than that. It seems to me that the industry they're in, no matter th- that they are in, no matter what it's called, in this case it's called what the hell is it called? There's so many titles here. They just keep making them. In this case, it's called the Health Equity Bureau. It would be my suspicion what that they what they're basically charged with is continuing to find more oppressed people. Okay. And you can they found so many that they're beginning to imagine them. E-imagine. They're beginning to imagine them. Mm-hmm. By the way, I, I applied oppressed and oppressor to my concern about the way voting has been so screwed up in this country. All right. That it's it's always, it's early, it's mail-in, it's due. What happened is... Is it kickoff today? Yes. Okay. Early voting for the Minnesota primary. Got it yeah what what has happened is that the as the left has gained firm control over elections, what if you didn't vote or didn't want to, you were labeled oppressed okay And to address that, all of this other nonsense has been invented to under the uh, under the auspices of you not being able to vote because you're an oppressed person. Hmm. Whereas an evil white person just goes to the polling place and votes, that's because that person is an oppressor. Right. If you Impressing if you didn't numbers. roll into the voting place to to vote, that's because you were oppressed, not because you were lazy or you didn't give a bleep okay. or you didn't care You're or oppressed. whatever. You were oppressed, and in order to address your oppression, we've made it to where you can practically vote. Uh, you know, at the grocery store. You know, so right
2: there, you have it. Or you had to stand in line three or four hours in certain areas of the country because, right. well, right. that's the way they gerrymandered the. Uh... Yeah,
0: yeah, but they they kept the polls open for you, John. That's true. That's true. I just, just made glad to we, stand around a lot longer. I'm just glad we fixed that problem, Joe. Well, we haven't. But <laughs> let me look at something that just coming in on my text, and then I have something else for you from my text. What am I looking at here?
1: Is the show interrupting you?
0: What did Dean Phillips do yesterday? Oh, I'm getting a text from show prep. What did Dean Phillips do? I'm being told, get Dean Phillips on the show immediately.
2: Let's see. uh, You know, Bill, remember Bill Ackman. uh, Yeah. uh, How how do I know him? He's the guy who uh, went uh, spoke against Harvard. Uh, yeah, he went after yeah. Harvard. Yeah, uh, he uh, contributed a lot of money to Dean, and Dean took a headline off of his website that involved DEI, changed the wording of the headline,
6: really? so, and
2: and now of course they're saying well did Ackman give him a million dollars to do this or yeah well, you know what I mean it's a, it's a cover story on the Star Tribune today. I'm
1: oh I'm willing to be corrected but didn't basically they predict that him going against running for president that the, the left was basically going to turn on him right wasn't that part of this whole Dean Phillips story uh
0: well he I don't think he the the true o, uh, Obama I call it Obama it's clear that Biden is not running this show the true, uh, the true believers in Washington probably were disappointed that he would challenge the system. This, this uh, essentially, this essentially, nobody was was saying, "Look, Biden's not fit to run. I'm running." Okay. Hmm. Uh, I have a prediction, but that's not what your text was written reference to. The text I just got was somebody advising me to get okay. get uh, Phillips on the show. Got it. Okay. So go ahead, get them.
1: I'm, I'm working on it.
3: Let me know when that's going to happen so I can put on a wetsuit and then a rain jacket and get an umbrella. That's to keep me safe from all the... Uh, and an
0: ore. <laughs> slime. <coughs> no. I have a text. You're far enough away, Ken. You'll be all right. <laughs> I have a message from a fellow who has a lot of money invested in this country. Okay. He is a lifelong companion of mine. Right. Good friend. Yeah. Well, is uh, he a good kisser? Yeah. How, how well do you know him? He really is. And <laughs> he doesn't engage in hyperbole. Yeah. And I got this from him last night out of the blue. My, and he doesn't live in this state. He lives in California. My prediction. The August Democratic National Convention is in Chicago. Obama turf. This summer, Biden will announce he has decided not to run for any number of reasons. Michelle Obama will step in. Oh, no. Her being at the top of the ticket gives Dems cover to move Kamala aside. Then <laughs> Newsom can be slotted in the number two spot. The campaign yard signs will read Obama Newsom, and Barack will set sights on a third term.
3: I'm seeing that headline on the Internet now. I just Googled uh, Michelle Obama runs for president. The Economic Times did a piece yesterday. Fox News did a piece yesterday. And the New York Post did a piece yesterday. So this dude, your friend, is very much in tune with uh, what's going on.
0: What the problem is, it sounds entirely too dreadfully plausible.
5: It does. And it's
1: too clear at least i think that there's no chance they
0: can run biden against trump do you guys think i do not think biden will run with each passing day it is becoming too hard to ignore his shortcomings
3: this this
0: is a fun talker i could see
3: her actually beating trump just just giving it a few minutes of thought I think, boy, uh, a lot of Democrats and a lot of middle of the road uh, voters would rally behind Michelle Obama way
0: much more than Biden. And wouldn't that, in fact, give old B- uh, Barack the de facto third term? What's this? Well, unless she bitch slaps him and says, I'm running the show, you're not. A lot of people, and wow. I. I love this conspiracy. I just, I don't, John, I know you hate conspiracies.
3: I love them. A lot of people claim that Obama is running the country right now anyway, through his puppet, Biden.
0: That's a juicy one, isn't it? It That's is. That's fun. Yeah. But look how much time Ob- uh, 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 Biden spends not working. Right. Right. Well, and I think... somebody's working.
1: The the problem that they're going to have too is the people that are the swing voters. I think their number one issue. I saw a poll recently that it's border security, and they have the, the Democrats have nobody to blame but themselves in that regard.
0: Isn't this going to be a fun year? I'll say. Well, yeah, we're not going to let
3: this go because
0: I've got a bunch of questions. Well, number we're one, we're not going to let it go, but we do have we do have to pay the bills. Yes,
3: we uh, do. I don't want to pay the bills. Um. <laughs> geez, How's, how's this going to be approached? She's going to have to actually hammer on Joe Biden. Right. Close personal friend. Oh, or no, no, are no, they somehow no. behind the scenes going to get Joe to drop out
0: on his own? Right. If Joe drops out, nobody has to hammer on him. Right. Right. Oh, I love this. She's not going to hammer on him. No, no. But I can see that it's entirely plausible that he would drop out is he, having Basically, difficulty. He right. He's you know, having difficulty getting through the day.
3: He's at the point where you could tell him he's still president, and he wouldn't know. You just sit over there and yeah. you'd be president yeah. in the corner. Yeah. We're gonna get you yeah. some ice cream. Right. Just keep calling him Mister President. He won't know.
1: If you're tired of being a big number to your big national bank, check out my friends at North American Banking Company, Joe. They take the time to get to know me every single time that I go in. My location's in Roseville, but you can also see North American Banking Company at 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location in Maple Grove. Listen, they get it. They realize that there's no shortage of banking options here in the Twin Cities. So if you're tired of just being a number to your big national bank, then check out my friends at North American Banking Company. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. They are also locally owned and operated. Here's why that's a big deal. That means loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They don't send these out of state. So this helps business owners solve problems quickly and expand their business with confidence. Check them out online today, nabankco.com. That's nabankco.com to learn more. It's banking done differently. North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender.
5: Hello, my honey. Hello, my baby. Hello, my ragtime gal. All right,
1: here's what we're going to do. Do it. Ken, I'll take one from you as we bump back. And then, Rook, before we go to break, I need either zero res or masonic.
5: Copy.
1: Let me know when you guys are ready. I'm ready. Are you ready?
5: Are you ready for love? Can you ready? Um, um,
4: yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Okay. All
5: right. Here we go. Roll on.
6: This guy wears many hats, just not indoors.
0: Joe Sushire Chief sent me an email. I haven't heard from Chief for a while. And
3: uh, the way it starts here had me a little concerned, but he finishes strong. Hey, dummy, here's your seafoam ad. It sucks. Let me explain. Wait, what? Let me explain. Okay, please explain. Everything in my garage that runs on gas hasn't had an issue in years. Since I have nothing to fix, I'm expected to increase quality time with my residential consultant, the RC, and it's your fault, he says, addressing this to me. My chainsaw destroyed four to five large oak trees last summer without even a cough. My riding mower has run flawlessly for over five years. Our vehicles have never had a gas system issue So my time under the hood has virtually disappeared. Recently, I used our little dusting of snow as an excuse to throw some snow when my 24 inch craftsman dependently fired up right, uh, just like it has for 14 years. I got so pee off, I hulked the pull rope out on purpose just so I could use some tools instead of have, heading back inside to discuss uh, updated tile <laughs> and vanity options. You know for what seemed did to him? It yeah. drove him back indoors. <laughs> It did. It did. It worked so well, it sabotaged him. Uh, and then he closes with pausing to let the mayor hack into the mic. So go ahead with your hacking, Joe.
0: No, I'm not going to.
3: Oh, okay. Uh, and I just want to add to Chief's email. You can find it anywhere, anywhere that fine automotive chemicals are sold, even grocery stores, C-stores, you name it. it. The stuff is everywhere. It's a local company, but it has a global reach. And like Chief says, it's a true miracle in
0: a world of bad gas. Got a really interesting note from Walter Mills, listen to this. Okay. Good morning, Mayor. Good start. While driving up to the Metro yesterday at 10.30 a.m. on I-35, our car was passed by a double-decker bus with El Expresso on it. It was easily going 75 at mile marker 80. We had never heard of El Expresso, so my wife Googled it. Based in Mexico, owned by Mexicans, they have routes from Mexico all over South Texas and up to Omaha. Nothing this far north, though. With our recent immigration problems on the southern border, I was wondering who was coming up here from there. Maybe a group going skiing at Lutzen. Maybe a Timberwolves game. What do you think? Walt, formerly of St. Paul. Well, we don't know. what the Was the bus full of illegals? We don't know that. Right.
5: We can't verify that.
0: Maybe it's very common that uh, Mexican bus companies have routes in this country. I don't know. Mexican bus. Uh, well, I see a guy with a chicken.
5: Okay. Right? Yeah. And I don't see a modern bus, not the uh, not the Lorenz buses, <laughs> or the Schmidian Sons that are going around. What's, what's the bus that you see? Give me a year.
0: Well, it would be a converted school bus. Yes. and uh it would be from the mid50s
5: yeah it's kind of has those
0: small roof. rounded windows yep roof, roof and, rack yeah and the people on it are are dusty they're, they're, their <laughs> their Dust. their jackets and their jeans yes. are dusty yes,
5: as as is the bus
0: right and they but a lot of them are holding chickens <laughs> okay okay because they have their eggs
5: and poultry apparently
0: I mean. taking the chicken to a new place <laughs> And when they have a bus stop, yep. it, there's nothing around there. They just get out. They just get and, out and, and they
5: open the squeaky door. Right.
0: And there's nothing there. They just stand on the side of the road. How about
5: when Bussy uh, fires up the bus again? What? Big cough. Big
2: cough. A lot of
3: smoke. We're on the same page. Right.
2: There, uh, no. there are El Expresso routes in Minnesota, oddly enough. There though. you have it. Okay. <laughs> Very strange to me, but. <laughs>
0: Mexican and, and uh, uh, sometimes the seats are missing, okay, and you're sitting on crates. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, all right.
5: What's the ambiance? Is there any music being played? No, you don't hear the Mexican half dance,
0: no, well, somebody, somebody might have a radio, okay? Yeah.
5: Oh, yeah, a big, big box, consi- yeah. uh, transistor radio. Right.
6: <laughs> got it.
0: The Washington Post, uh, got itself very excited about an electric vehicle driving 20,000 miles from the Arctic to the South Pole. Hmm. Uh, And just as ecstatic to bury the inconvenient facts about this ludicrously dumb trip. This is Breitbart reporting on a Washington Post piece, but I looked at the Washington Post piece. They're not lying to me. They drove from the Arctic to the South Pole in an electric car, says the headline from one of the from the, uh, from the Post. Scottish adventurers Chris and Julie Ramsey wanted to prove their electric SUV was as rugged and reliable as a conventional car. To do it, they decided to take it on the drive, the Post uh, wrote. That drive started in March in the frozen waters of the Arctic Circle near the North Pole. Really? It ended in December, about nine months, and approximately 20,000 miles later, at the South Pole in Antarctica. Wow. The couple hoped their feet could inspire other adventures and any consumers considering electric vehicles, the Post wrote. We could have failed at any moment for uh, whatever reason, and you just don't know, uh, what's it say what here? you're going to You just don't know if you're going to make it, Julie Ramsey told the Washington Post. It just proves that EVs can go the distance. Yes, uh, but the, as it's pointed out here. It uh, seems like a long time to go 20,000 miles, Joe Souchere, It really does. <laughs> Plus, the AVs are currently, EVs are currently stuck in what is far from the coldest weather in Chicago. Certainly can go the distance. Who wouldn't want to purchase a battery-powered car capable of driving 20,000 miles in nine months? <laughs> well, let's do some math. 80 miles a day. <laughs> oh, yikes. <laughs>
3: wow. That's, that's an hour. What is that? An hour of driving, basically. 80
0: miles a day.
2: <laughs> Jeez.
0: <laughs> if they too continued too south,
2: much time on my hands.
0: As <laughs> they continued south through Calgary, Alberta, and Vancouver before entering Washington State, the couple said they faced another challenge, unreliable charging stations. The Ramseys praised the size and coverage of the electric vehicle charging network in the U.S., but said they offered encountered often encountered stations across the country that weren't working. Uh, okay,
5: what a disappointment that would have been.
0: They did stop to sightsee. <laughs> Excuse me, I feel better than I sound. <clears throat> You sure? The Ramsey stopped to sightsee, but spent much of their time on the road, nervously watching their speed and battery levels.
5: Well, it doesn't sound like it was a very relaxing
0: tour. No, no. Uh, before the trip, they partnered with an energy company, NLX, to arrange the installation of more than 20 new electric vehicle charging stations in countries <laughs> including Chile, <laughs> Peru, Ecuador, and Colombia.
3: Hey. Oh, my word. Oh, wow. So they had to cheat just to get the 80 miles a day.
0: The Post wants us to believe this is the equivalent of Charles Lindbergh's historic <laughs> nonstop flight from New York to Paris. Well, it's not. What Lindbergh accomplished improved travel, sped it up, and made it more convenient than it was before when the only way to cross the Atlantic was on a ocean voyage. EVs do not improve travel. EVs are a step back in convenience, stress levels, and speed. Driving an EV from the Arctic to the South Pole is more like Lindbergh paddling a canoe across the Atlantic. Great job, Lindy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, I know what critics are going to say, so I'll address that in a moment. Uh, It's like these stupid high-speed trains. Hey, you can travel from L.A. to Frisco in two hours. Well, that's not progress. I can now do that in an airplane without spending a trillion tax dollars. An EV that allows you to unplug at home, make your daily commute, and then plug back in at home, that makes sense if you live in a warm climate. An EV for anything is nothing more than an invitation to stress, breakdowns, and inconvenience. Okay, let me let me add to this. If, if And I don't know why this would be true. I don't know why technology will continue to favor EVs. But let's assume that it will. Okay. Let's assume that smart guys working for Musk and smart guys working for Hyundai and whatever, they're 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 still sold on the idea that this is the way to go. Uh it and it it it, it, it leaves a many questions unanswered. To build them, you still need power. And to have power, you're going to still need coal and oil and natural gas. Okay. You're going to need steel plants and on and on and on and on. But let's say they still want to do this. Will the day come when you can travel from the Arctic to the Antarctic in, uh, I don't know, 10 days? Sure, probably. Okay. I mean, the day probably will come if... If the world sells itself in the belief that EVs are the way to go, well, that isn't it just a matter of time before the EV will be charging itself as it drives down the road on electric rails sunk into the pavement? I mean, there's going to be a million ways right. the EVs will will fulfill their futuristic fantasy. will be mm-hmm. th- that'll happen eventually. But that, not in your lifetime. Well, maybe we can rely on the Met Council to build us a light rail line from go, great. one yeah. pole to the other. <laughs> yeah. But
5: at what cost well, when they're finally successful?
0: Well, to me, it's the cost is ridiculous. It's, it's, the guy who wrote this Breitbart piece has a good point, John Nolte. You want to build a high-speed rail between L.A. and Frisco, it's going to cost you a trillion dollars. You can already do it on a plane. Right. I suppose, well, the train would be cheaper. Well, not when you factor in the trillion dollars it costs to build it. Right. In uh, any way. Yeah. So, so EVs, if, I personally don't see why they should ever be the way to go.
1: But but you're not one that worships at the altar of green energy. And there
0: are a lot of people who do. I'm not. I'm not. I, I, don't, I don't think it's energy that's, I don't think we're destroying the earth. Uh, that just happens to be me. I'm a denier. Uh, I don't deny the climate changes. I just deny this nonsense built up around the movement, which has nothing to do with the climate. Nothing? Zero. Oh. Zero. So uh, basically, it's a story the Washington Post should not have written. You follow me? I do follow you. It, it, it doesn't do anything. And obviously, the agenda at the Washington Post, as with many news-gathering institutions, is to advance... Just a minute, I have so many thoughts running through my head. I have a prediction for you. You're making a note on your note? I do. I have a prediction (laughs) for you. Okay. If if uh, If their goal is to advance the agenda of the EV, they didn't do it any favors here. You read this and you're thinking... There's not a chance in hell I want one of these things. They went 80 miles a day from March to December?
5: It's a lot of sightseeing.
0: With a nervous eye on the gauge? Yeah. B as in B, S as in S. Now my prediction. To me, the worst sinner in the climate hysteria movement is the ABC nightly news. David Muir. All right. Yeah. That happens to be the one on our house. I, I don't know. Maybe because we watch Channel Five. Right.
5: You watch Twin Cities Live. Got a nice poster
0: uh, of him by the bathroom. What? You got a nice poster <laughs> of him by the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm not. This is not hyperbole. Yeah. <laughs> Six out of seven nights, the ABC nightly news will lead with a weather event. There yes. They they could not make it any clearer that their agenda. Is to be on board with the team trying to sell you climate hysteria. So if there could be a thunderstorm in Indianapolis in, on a oh. July night, and they're gonna—that's what they're gonna lead with. Or the storm in Buffalo with the right. thirty inches of snow. You know, when it's winter, they're puzzled as hell that it's winter. Right. Okay, I make this prediction: if Trump gets elected trump will lead every nightly newscast and the weather will be forgotten for sure of course and the weather will be forgotten. the
1: worst thing that ever happened to the likes of cnn was that biden won yeah
0: yeah that's right
3: and they'd probably admit it (laughs) and you'll remember rush used to say the best thing for his show was when there was a democrat in office Mm -hmm. he used to claim
5: right when clinton got in it was oh he's done he's done That just made made him even more popular. Yeah, the job was a lot uh,
0: easier. He would be having quite the sport with Biden, wouldn't he? Oh, Oh boy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to talk to our friend Johnny Height, Chris? Sure. but I'd like to
1: hear from our friend Matthew first.
5: Well, I will certainly... I'm very pleased to tell you about Minnesota Masonic Charities. And the good work that they do is a complete open book. You go to their website, mnmasoniccharities.org, and you will find... I've talked about the scholarships. I've talked about all the wonderful people that they help. The Minnesota the Masonic Cancer Center, the Masonic Children's Clinic for Communication Disorders. That's in Duluth. They just uh, they help basically everyone, and they want to be um, in your sights. So learn about them. Check out their website. Their campus is in Bloomington, and it's beautiful. They have a nice, really cool museum, and again, a lot of the I don't know terms that we use today are from the masons. Yeah, all sorts of stuff and you'll learn more about them when you go to their website, when you meet their uh, see their wonderful campus. Stuff like 3rd degree, 4 square black ball, they're all come from masonic traditions. So, forget about the funny handshakes, the secret meetings. They are an open book and they invite you to their website mnmasoniccharities.org because they want you to learn more about them. So, you might even lend a hand. mnmasoniccharities.org
1: Uh, John, we only need one news so can because we have to talk to Patrick.
2: Okay. Uh, El Expresso only goes to Illinois, so I will have to correct that when I come back. Okay. Then you have to jump on another bus to get here. The mega bus. Yeah. How do you like the Dallas cheerleaders are
0: complaining because the Packers uh, trash-talked him during the game? <laughs> I didn't see that. Uh, that makes me root even more for Green Bay. Well, yeah. What's the matter, Chris? No, no, I, I, I saw the story and I just thought, why would you, why would you trash uh, off? Well, this? I don't
1: want to, I don't want to say what I really want to say because
0: well, we council. don't know what the Packers said. It might have been terribly hilarious. Well, I just, I'm gonna keep. Yeah. them all shut.
2: They, uh, they were uh, feeling the team. I can speak for the team. Uh, quite disrespected going in. Uh, because everybody said they're too young. They Johnny, um, it blah, has blah, nothing blah, blah. to do with the. Uh, it has. Nothing
0: oh, to do I, with see, I think I know where you. are Does from it have to do now? with undefeated?
1: No, well, kind of, but um, I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut because whatever I say is only gonna get me into trouble.
5: Two forty-five a.m. Are you ready? Two forty-five a.m. this morning. Uh. Hey, Matt. What's up, sir? How you doing? Quick question for you. How do I start a podcast? Does it cost to start one? Oh, if so, are there Two, free three ways to do it? Five. If it's not the best service for someone like me who doesn't know, bleep. Thomas.
0: Um, what? Is Thomas Did gonna, you, maybe Thomas is gonna take uh, my ID and put you Matthew. to shame. Uh, Matthew, yes.
3: you should do whatever it takes to start a podcast with Thomas. On the airport.
0: I've already given oh, a Rookie my the Miracle Million Dollar podcast. You two together. The at the airport.
3: Nah, that might not work. Just whatever Thomas wants to do, go along with it.
5: Bring him in and say, let's do it.
3: Yeah, Ebony and Ivory. Here we go.
5: <laughs> the Ebony and Ivory podcast. John, when you oh, get you done
3: crazy. with your award-nominated podcast.
5: Yes, sir.
1: Or
3: news, podcast. You, I have a podcast. Please
0: throw What's it to Ruck. What's are doing at 2.45 a.m.? Was getting up for work.
5: I'll be getting up for work. MTC.
3: He works for the bus. Oh, supervisor. Well,
0: right. He used to drive, he... and then
5: he used to collect coins, and now he's a supervisor.
3: A transportation podcast. All things. I want to be your special guest to talk about levels, traffic levels. Yeah, you have, have, have me on, on yeah. as an expert. Have me on. Have it me we'll on. Once
5: a week, I- I'll talk. To <laughs> he would come in here to do that. There's zero chance. No, here. there's a chance. That, there's that, that, what, that <laughs> no, you're not going to do. any <laughs> and Ivory. Do you know also? There is another brand new Garage Logic podcast.
1: Yeah, he's. I would stop talking about that. Oh, okay.
0: Where? Let's just stop talking about that. Well, BS don't stop. I want to. Joe. It's being handled, is what I'm trying to say. Okay, just one question. Yes. In this state? No. No. Okay.
3: Let upstairs work their magic.
0: Well, I think, well, I think this way. might have been some emails I got regarding this that I steered to what we call legal. Yeah. There, there you
3: go. Uh, then you your, we're done talking about it. You your due diligence. What is due diligence?
1: You know what I'm going to do is when oh, we're not diligence. doing the show, I'm going to remove your guys' mics. Oh, I'm gonna that do.
2: is well, – Joe usually just his during the show. Do. I got to get a drink.
0: Oh, we're going back on the air. Yeah, let's
5: go. You can do it without me. You ready? Ken? I made it the first shot.
3: Ready for what? I'm doing my time card on ADP. I, right need, now. A, uh, I need a maple grow from you. Just please. let me fi- finish this week. <laughs> too many working parts here.
2: I just uh, yeah, noticed my my on my ring doorbell. I have an album sitting out in front. I should go grab before it gets too cold. I well, don't... do that, John. That okay, I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Should I tell John about a uh, a state sale that has a lot of albums for sale? Where the roommate is it? says I should, and uh, I contend it's I shouldn't. I don't think he'd drive
0: very far. Yeah, see, I, I, that's what I that's what I think. Um, you know, I might go to that here? RV show in St. Paul. Um, oh, that's God. A bl- and
5: at the. Um...
0: I want to buy a very small. RV. Bruh, let's do this. No, a trailer.
5: I will go camping with you. No.
0: <laughs> oh my you like god! Like a pop-up trailer? Oh, I don't know how. I, I just need a small one. Joe, you should. That would be so awesome.
5: Seriously, I'm not even joking with you. I would.
0: Because up at I the lake, up at the lake where the kid bought a place, yeah, uh, I can't sleep there anymore. Why? Because just taking a leak, I'll kill myself going downstairs. Okay. And B, I can't I can't sleep there. I don't fall asleep there. So uh, what if I stash my little rig outside there and my you know, like a little like a little trap? I am loving yeah. this yeah. idea. I fully totally
5: support it. Yeah. And you should go to that huh? show because huh? they've got huh? they've got a wide range. We used to go just to go look at campers for fun. My brother's
1: got a beat up camper sitting behind his pole bar. Is barn. that that rusty one? Yeah, he might be able to <laughs> You
3: Is know what? One you me change a truck? the
5: actress, you'll be fine. Yeah.
3: Stacy, the geologist, and Mr. Stacy bought an RV last year. Cool. You could go
0: camping with Mr. and Mrs. Stacy. I, I don't want a vehicle. I just want the trailer. Go to the okay. North Shore. Here's where
3: you go. Upper Michigan. The Black Hills. Hilltop oh trailer sales. Oh, my God, Suj, Hilltop trailer sales. On the road sales. with Matt,
0: Joe. Why wouldn't I just go to this show down because there? Because Hilltop trailer
5: sales has such a wide range of... And that- Oh, I'm
1: sorry. Go ahead. And at that show, you're gonna spend three times as much. You know who else Go spends
3: top. money with us? Uh Pleasureland, I believe, spends money with us. Or with uh HBI, Where are anyway. Uh
0: gonna,
2: I know there's, there's a look in St. cloud. Yeah. Um What am I it doing? It's just, here, Chris? It just, a it just a I'm ready.
1: Okay. All right, I'm rolling.
0: Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life.
3: Joe Suchere. Winter whiteout sale continues at Maple Grove Lock and Safe, saving up to $700 on select white Liberty safes. Guard those treasures with the best in American-made security. Treasures like the keys for, for your brand new travel trailer that you're going to tour the world with yeah put those keys in there (laughs) keep them safe uh the maple grove lock and safe winter whiteout sale features exclusive savings on premium liberty saves act fast secure these uh secure your own peace of mind uh this season with the best fire protection you can possibly get in this country of the united states of america which, by the way, is where these saves are made with fully transferable lifetime warranties, professional delivery installation. It's all available from Rich. He's our guy at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. I'm going to give you three ways to get in touch with Rich. Number one, the phone. Roll old school. Pick up the phone, 763-494-9075. You could do it the uh, Kenny way. Stop in. Meet and greet him, shake his hand, say hi. Sixty-nine-zero-one East Fish Lake Road. He's open Monday to Friday, eight a.m. to five p.m. And you can see this seven hundred deal, uh, seven hundred dollars savings deal on the World Wide Web, MapleGroveLockAndSafe.com. Here's John Height.
2: Thank you, Joe. This update brought to you by North American Banking Company. Before I start the update, I must correct myself. I jumped the gun on El Expresso. I saw a bus that went from Austin, Texas to Minneapolis. However, El Expresso only goes to Illinois. Then you'd have to switch Ah, buses to a different company. You know, the party bus. (laughs) Yep. The furthest north El Expresso comes, it appears, is. Illinois is, well uh,
1: in your defense, you don't ride a bus. But if you did, if I did, I'm uh, yeah, El Espresso. <laughs> you
0: forgot the horn
2: <laughs> in the news, St. Louis Park High School, not That's holding what I was part of St. Louis Park High School not holding class today after two fights broke out at the school yesterday. According to a post on the school's website, a fight involving two groups of students erupted at the end of the school day. Later, adults who did not work at the school but knew about the earlier fight got involved in another altercation. St. Louis Park staff and police intervened to broke up the later fight and two adults at that time were arrested. Some students and staff scuff, uh, suffered scrapes and bruises, no major injuries reported. It's unclear whether any weapons were involved. The school said we are actively gathering information and working closely with law enforcement to understand the full scope of these incidents including whether or not the incidents were racially motivated. St. Louis Park High School will be closed today for classes and activities, including the girls' basketball game and sports practices, while staff investigates. All other schools in the district will hold classes as usual. The school said it will have counselors on hand for students. and will have additional layers of safety come next week. John, do you have the gun discharging story in a St. Paul school? It's my next story, actually. Thank you. Thank you. A 30-year-old man accidentally shot himself in the leg while playing basketball Thursday night at Como <laughs> Park Elementary School, according to St. Paul Police. Officers were called to the school at about 5.45, found the man with a gunshot wound to the leg. He was brought to the hospital. It was a parent night happening at the school, and the man was playing basketball Well, carrying the handgun on his body, according to police. Investigators said the gun was not holstered and went off, shooting him. And the lower leg, nobody else injured in the incident. We say the man did not have a valid permit to carry a gun. I, I'm
0: reading the man reportedly had a valid permit to
2: carry a gun.
0: Really? Yeah, that's if, from the WCCO website. I don't, where'd you get your story? This one's from the KSTP website. Okay, I don't know if he, well, we don't
2: know then. One says yes, the other says no. When the investigation is completed, it'll be forwarded to the Ramsey County Attorney's Office, which will decide whether or not he'll be charged with anything. I got a question. Yeah. Are you
0: taking quite a risk to play basketball with a loaded handgun on your person? Not
5: willing to take that. Unnecessary risk. What if you fell down
0: or you got bumped into and it went off? Especially with one in the chamber. Yeah.
1: Are you trying to suggest that, a gentleman that was going to go play basketball with a load of gun might not have been thinking, clearly.
0: That's what I'm suggesting. Mm, interesting. And plus, there's it's an open house. Yeah. Uh hell, but this used to be one hell of a town.
1: I didn't know the racism angle, John, of the St. Louis Park uh, story. They said that they're looking to see if if
2: if race was, was involved, yeah, if race oh. was involved in the fight. Okay. Uh, Three people have been jailed in the kidnapping and killing of that Hmong American comedian and activist from St. Paul who was found dead near Medellin after going out to meet a woman he reportedly met on social media. Colombian official prosecutor said in a statement that two men and a woman charged with crimes of aggravated kidnapping for extortion and aggravated homicide. And Rook, I'm going to ask for your help because you got the name perfect last time. It was the death of 50-year-old. Oh, I'm sorry, Rook. I didn't mean to. Oh, go ahead. Uh, it, it's Tao Jerry Zhang. You knew him. You, you knew Tuzier, him.
5: Tuzier we have a show Tuzier Tuzier yeah. Yeah.
2: Yes. And I kept getting it wrong last time. So I wanted your help there. Uh, the suspects denied the charges at a hearing. A minor who presented himself to the public prosecutor's office admitted to having taking part in the crime, but was also charged in the case and transferred to a special detention center for minors. U.S. Embassy in Bogota warned a week ago about Colombian criminals who use dating apps to lure victims and then assault and rob them. Documents show the University of Minnesota has hired international architectural design firm Populous to explore possible renovation ideas for Williams Arena, the home of Gophers Basketball or consider new construction. The nearly 100 year old arena, everybody calls it the barn, of course, opened back in 1928, has had major renovations in the past, including a project that installed scoreboards and a sound system before the 2013-14 season. However, the university is looking for ways to further upgrade its basketball facility. According to the $50,000 contract, populists will offer perspective on multiple renovated, expanded, or new areas of the arena ranging from enhanced seating options, concourse and concession stands, locker rooms, entertainment systems, and the possibility of adding volleyball, wrestling, and gymnastics competitions to the arena. The agreement just calls for a populace to assess the facilities and offer its perspective on the feasibility of such changes.
0: I just had a thought. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Couldn't you play basketball in Mariucci? Well, they used to, didn't they? Not that I'm aware of. Or did they used to play hockey at Williams? Hockey was also in Williams Arena, and then they got the new arena. Well, couldn't you put a basketball—it holds 8,000. They never draw more than that anyway. It'd be tough with all that ice, though, to play basketball. You put the the floor over the ice. Hey, listen, I love the
1: barn as much as the next guy, but it's time to tear down that dump. It's It's a dump. It's not
0: as bad as Fenway that's true. Yeah. Remember when that emailer ripped you for ripping Fenway? I don't care.
1: It's <laughs> a dump!
0: It's one of the worst ballparks i ever <laughs> been in my life. I'm worse sure. than the dome? Worse than the dome? No, nothing was worse than the dome.
1: Okay. How about Tropicana down in Tampa? Uh, not been in it, but I've seen it.
2: Concrete roof. Don't like it. Mm. Mm. A story uh, you brought up earlier, Joe, absentee voting for the presidential primary starts today in Minnesota, 46 days before the March 5 primary election. Voters can request an absentee ballot online and some cities offer in-person absentee voting. March 5 is also Super Tuesday, where 16 different states have primaries. Well, the primary voters have to choose their preferred party, and I know what question is coming, and pick from only (laughs) the (laughs) party's list of candidates in Minnesota. The choice is private and isn't attached to any public voting records, although political party chairs can see which voters selected their party, but not who they voted for. Yes, sir. Isn't
0: in-person absentee voting an oxymoron? Well, it is to me, yes. What the hell is in-person absentee voting? I'm
3: that joking. means you actually filled out the ballot that you're t- turning
2: in. I, I Somebody
3: didn't it, do it for you.
2: I think it means you can show up today so you're in-person, but it's still So You'd not be oppressed, you'd be uh, oppressed because only the oppressed are voting today. No, don't well, wait a minute. Me. It's an absentee ballot because it's early, right? Isn't, wait a minute. That, that was the you way can't, I was.
3: I don't see how you could have a problem if you show up somewhere and throw in your ballot, ballot today. You're in person. You're and doing it right there. But you're not
2: absentee. Well, you are because you're early, uh, right? Because you'll you be are. absent on election day. See, you get it. Vote early, uh, vote
3: often. You're mincing words here, Joe, is what you're doing.
0: Well, I'm, actually, I'm not. I'm parsing words. A- well, absentee could... in person absentee is an oxymoron. How about early
2: is... in person ballot? Can I help you be out... better? Yeah. yeah, the word is hyperbole. Oh, well, it's hyperbole. <laughs> I read it that way till I was 40 years old, so be quiet, Olson. Awesome. <laughs> oh, my word. You <laughs> really? <laughs> you, oh, didn't, not you didn't, it. John? Come well, on. I did. I, I mean, I realized by my Time I was maybe twenty five. It was hyperbole. Oh but my god! Hyper. What is there's a
3: street in uh, Saint Paul. I have to spell it phonetically in my traffic report. Uh, it crosses both thirty six and ninety four. What is that? I'll look it up. Keep going, John. I, I had a I friend 36 in thirty
0: six and ninety four. I would know the street if you give me a little clue.
5: Well, Jessamine,
0: Albert Marley?
5: No, no, no.
3: Abramon. It's an easy one. Abramon.
2: An easy one.
3: If my brain
2: wasn't so process. ravaged yeah, by fog time and other things, well, Kenny's looking for that. I, I have Damn. a friend Johnson, <laughs> Johnson phonetically Western, <laughs> uh, no Lexington Hamlin,
3: Hamlin, Hamline. hamline. If I just write Hamline, I'll print and I'll pronounce it every single time. Hamline, it's Hamlin. Well,
0: it's it's not Hamline. It's,
5: Why is it that though? Because it's Hamlin. The E. The E
3: in the word makes the I. No, enough. no.
5: The hamline is aisle
1: five at Grunhofer's. Okay. Right. that's the hamline. Right. Okay. So,
3: Joe, in my reports to myself, I write H A M L Y N N. so I you. say it. Hamline, yeah,
2: say it correctly. Yeah. John. I uh, had a friend up until I haven't talked to him in years, but in our twenties, he was still saying, "Our Kansas." For Arkansas, really, and he said he just this is the way he learned it. And he he wasn't changing.
1: So. I know someone who up until recently uh, always called it Illinois's. Illinois. Illinois. Well, oh, that's my her, favorite. Uh, A lot of people, do and that. now her two sons do it as well, huh? mocking huh? her. Huh? And um, <laughs> I don't know where they got that idea from.
5: You know that yesterday at the Dad. airport, <laughs> I came across His Holiness Abun Matthias the First, the Sixth Patriarch. And Catholicos of Ethiopia,
0: the Pope of the. There ain't no such thing as the Pope well, of it's Ethiopia. Well, it's the
5: equivalent. Was well, he a red equivalent. hat? That's, is he
0: a cardinal? It, no, he's That's not, not a
5: cardinal. He it, it's it's the um, Ethiopian Orthodox Ewado Church. And the airport was crazy. Huh. Why? And he just hopped in. His mobile was just a black suburb That
3: sounds like an Eddie Murphy movie. The Pope of <laughs> Ethiopia. <laughs>
5: <That's> <laughs> Listen, Yo. you, you're, not gonna, you're not gonna believe. It. I'm gonna show Joe here.
0: Well, it, this it looked fair. like
5: coming. No, it looked like coming to America. Oh, it's
0: Eddie Murphy in
5: the
3: gold roll there. It
5: looked like coming to America. Hello?
3: <laughs> I hear, put it up to the microphone. I hear something up to the mic. Oh, wow. Wouldn't it be fun to give Such a welcome like that next time he rolls in there's from some um, exotic location? Yes,
5: there's umbrellas. I thought he was being carried, but he was walking.
3: But let's he's got do that big beard. next time you know Joe I mean? goes on vacation. Let's get all the
2: gear. Was he to go coming to or the going? airport?
5: He's a arri- he was arriving, so he's in town right now.
2: Doing what? I Probably wonder. Probably cruising Lake Street. Yeah. Huh. In other news, Congress sent President Biden a short-term spending bill yesterday that would avert a looming partial government shutdown and fund federal agencies into March. The House approving the measure by a vote of 314 to 108, with opposition coming mostly from the more conservative members of the Republican conference. Shortly before the vote, the House Freedom Caucus announced it strongly opposes the measure because it would facilitate more spending than support. Yes, sir, in the back there. That's
1: what we can do. Based upon Joe's friend's conspiracy theory about what the twenty twenty four ticket is going to look like, we'll just tell President Biden you are now the Pope of Ethiopia. <laughs> he would do like it. that. Yes, there we
5: Pope go. You get an umbrella. we we'll play to you. that music that Rookie yes, just had. I, I, he'll, I, I, he'll, yeah,
3: I, yeah. Who, Who's in the movie? Uh, Cube. He's in the movie. Uh, who
0: else? Who, who else? Do we have? oh, Chris Rock will be in the movie. Sure, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. sure. How about the guy that now has the silver teeth? Kanye, he should be in there.
5: You throw a Little John
0: in there somewhere? <gasps> oh, Little John. Little yeah, John from yeah, the soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> couple, uh, illness facility capable of handling Con- Kanye West. Boy, I don't know. No, he is, is that uh, need some help? He's, he's bad. Is. you know what, crazy. He is uh, he not is. all together there. Uh, speaking of those guys. eight hundred grand he spent to have titanium teeth. Hmm. Yeah. That's uh that's a sign of such illness that I can't imagine.
5: And an excessive amount of money, I think, too. Yeah. (laughs) You know who made sense for me this past week though? Jelly Roll. Did you see what he said? He said uh Is he talking about the drug addiction? Yeah. Don't do drugs. No, you were saying if there was yeah, if there was a plane crash, a plane that happened every single day. Uh, it would get media c- coverage left and right. Uh, the people that we lose daily to fentanyl—175
3: per day. Yeah,
5: he said nobody cares about. It.
3: Yep, I, I, just I, thought was, I thought
5: that was—I thought that was kind of cool.
0: But he has t- too many tattoos. T- <laughs> well,
2: he's yeah. Go <laughs> ahead, John. <Yeah. laughs> man, it's a d d theater here, man. Yeah. Uh, top NATO military oh, officials. Soil. His warning. Uh, civilians must prepare for an all-out war with Russia in the next 20 years. Uh, This fellow is Admiral Rob Bauer with NATO. He said, "While armed forces are primed for the outbreak of war. Private citizens need to be ready for the conflict. That would require wholesale changes in their lives. Large numbers of civilians would need to be mobilized in case of the outbreak of war in governments. He said, we have to realize it's not a given that we are at peace, and that's why NATO forces are preparing for conflict with Russia. Admiral Bauer is a Dutch naval officer who's chairman of NATO's military committee. He praised Sweden for asking all of its citizens to brace for war ahead of that country formally joining the alliance.
0: Do you want to go get Pat? Sure. Sure. mm, Yeah, mm, we could do that. Are you cool with that, John? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Your show. That <laughs> was
3: smooth. That was smooth. Yeah. Years of experience led to that transition. <laughs> He's in the
1: Hall of Fame.
2: Wow. Oh, okay. I've got a lot to learn from you, my friend. Take this newscast and uh, use it as what not to do in radio or podcast. Well, I, I, I just, I, I looked at the clock and I, you know, you
0: huh
5: it. exactly whoa. the way Roy Finden trained us. Right, Kenny? Uh, right, exactly. <laughs> you know, he'd be so proud. Yes. you guys finally made it. <laughs> we really did. And you know what? It's wonderful that Roy taught me how to project my voice, use my uh, optimum pitch when I'm talking about a client, and I'm talking about zero res right now. And you're going to hear a very professional ad about zero res because I was trained with the greatest Roy Finn in that Brown Institute. And I'll tell you what about Zero Res. I thought he
0: was a weather guy.
5: He was, and then he had a long career of
0: training well, budding
5: broadcasters.
0: I did not know that.
5: And he's a huge listener to your show. Wonderful. So thanks again, Roy. Uh Zero Res of Minnesota. They started with Garage Logic so he was a ago. listener until this He cycle. was. Yeah, sorry, Roy. I mean, <laughs> didn't mean to disappoint you again. I'll work on that D plus you gave me uh the zero res gotta love it guarantee makes it easy to get what you pay for zero res stands behind every cleaning they've been in my home they have cleaned the carpets they have cleaned the upholstery i want you to give them a call give you the number in a minute but i want you to know about them the DIYers, their stuff is not strong enough so go with something that's safe and effective that's zero res 4.9 rating on google Google, 17,000 reviews, and again, the Gotta Love It Guarantee. Three rooms, zero resified. This is the rookie special, starting at just $119. And don't forget, dirt and dander hiding in your air ducts this month. takes 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts zero res clean. Call right now. Number as promised, 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. Or go online to ZeroResMinnesota.com and let them know. you got to tell them that you want the Rookie Special. Spelled forward or backwards, it's easy to remember because it's spelled the same. ZeroRes. Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z.
0: Ray Finden. Brown
3: Institute. Roy Finden. <laughs> so Mike what Kremforst. I've
0: always wondered, seriously, do you sit at a little desk with a fake microphone and pretend you're on the radio or what yeah, they, yeah.
3: No, they've got a bunch of studios there.
0: Logs. i couldn't think of a dumber degree oh well, it's eight, funny nine, we,
3: kyle and i talked at length about your lack of respect for the craft <laughs> the craft of doing radio and how boy i shouldn't say this to your face yeah,
4: go ahead. You <laughs> and really
3: how no. that's
0: and that lack of respect is what led to your success absolutely you don't think it's by design you moron
5: He's been faking it every every <laughs> the last 30 years.
4: <laughs> no, Patrick's.
0: Jesus. Patrick's
5: is not. No. Patrick's is the real deal.
1: <laughs> That's natural. Yeah, That's Patrick's what, is natural. Kenny, but what was your line
3: about that? About in the, the early days, in the early days, Joe, you didn't you couldn't care less. You didn't have any respect or knowledge for doing the job. And at some point, that changed. It was a paycheck, I think, that changed everything. <laughs> well, so yeah. at one when I started working for you, you were gloriously awful and it was absolutely a thing of beauty right but you're being terribly
0: Too uncharitable oh. well that's it wasn't I because i didn't have any respect it's because i was never taught formally taught anything t- right
5: so we really weren't either
3: <laughs> right Hang on, hang on. But I was a radio nerd at the time. I was getting tapes of I radio shows Patrick, all over the country. Your radio
1: craft was what? What can the next three hours do for
6: me? Well, that was dark. <laughs> no, that was, that that was, was dark. dark, dark. <laughs> that was dark, dark. <laughs> Told the to Joe Suture right here in my den at a at a party, a Christmas party or some damn thing. And the yeah. G- suit says, what what is the philosophy of your show? I've listened to it, and he says, "What can the next three hours do for me, Dark Shot?"
4: <laughs> oh, brilliant.
5: The
6: only honest thing he ever said in his life. Yes.
5: <laughs> Kenny, your name came up in a uh, at the Nativity Sports Shirt Stag. Michelle Tefoy. Hey, was how was guest. she? Oh, she, she is phenomenal. Good. Yeah, she was so yeah. great. She just did a great job.
0: Was it last
3: night? Uh, last There's Friday. Somebody yeah. who. Was-
6: Somebody
3: who's the right of Genghis Khan. She was. She's a great, she's a real hard worker.
5: She was talking about her time at K-Fan, and she said, yeah, and and then there was this morning show, and this guy, and it's, yeah, Bob Yates and Kenny, she's, yeah, yeah, and then I did the line where uh, he didn't take calls, I don't call you at work, so don't (laughs) call me at work.
3: Yeah, But she
5: was a great guest, and we, we should have first, her on here sometime.
3: We first met her when she was working at her. a station in southern the southern United States when um, Michael Jordan's dad was murdered. Oh, because she was in
5: North Carolina.
3: Yeah, she and was we had Mickey, her on.
5: Mickey Conley.
3: And that was her introduction to us. And at the time, we were looking for a female voice. And we were looking at weather gals, you know, the old cliche. Can we, can we get going here? Huh? Yeah. yeah.
5: Well, no, he, she told that story because she said the PM, the program director, immediately put it... She was put on hold. Yep. And she said, will you come to Minnesota and work here? Yep.
3: That was yep. her big break. Well, that have been like that? Okay. Yeah. And
5: I had my... I, of course, I had my thumb in my... And she worked there?
3: harder than anybody else in the building. Yeah. Easily. I, I, yep.
5: would, I, I would believe that.
3: Are we ready? Yeah. Okay. And then she...
5: <laughs> <laughs> One time I band camp got a racing
0: giggle. Hey
6: Pat. Yes,
0: sir. It looks like we're counting on the Timberwolves because the, the wild ain't gonna get you to the playoffs at this rate.
6: Well, this is a tough road trip, too, because uh, the Tampa of the three teams that they're playing is probably the uh, the uh, most vulnerable at this time. The Panthers are really good, and Carolina's really good. Yep. And, uh, and uh, what's what's wrong with uh, Gus? Since he came back from the injury, hasn't been too good here. He, uh, gets well, they lost Spurgeon up- for the year. Yes, that is. That's not good. That's not good. I think when you get home from this, if this road trip goes zero and three, I think when you get home, you start yep. looking forward to that trading deadline. They don't home. have. You know what they don't have?
0: Hmm. Spunk. Well,
6: they, they don't have the guess. manpower right now. Yeah, they don't, that's uh, that's 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 the biggest problem. They're mm-hmm. not good enough. That's uh, that's always a bigger big problem. They don't. Uh, but boy, losing Spurgeon, that's that's not good. No, that's not good. So uh, yeah, I think it's uh, you know this uh, they got that three week lift when this guy came in, and you thought, what's going on here? Are they right. are they way better than we thought they were? And the answer is no. No, <laughs> they just got the three leaf, three week lift for some reason.
0: Pat is a great controversy in the NFL. The uh, Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders suggest that the Green Bay players were untoward. Uh, to them, the other night,
6: made uh, made uh, sexist remarks. Or I
0: what? don't know. They don't. Uh, I haven't heard anything specific. I saw the word disrespectful. Yeah, they were disrespected yeah. the cheerleaders.
6: They also, you know, who else they disrespected the <laughs> cowboy.
0: That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
6: they kicked their ass. <laughs> you know. They, they really disrespected the Cowboys' defense. I'll tell you that. They disrespected the Cowboys' defense. Should complain. They did. We we. They treated us with no respect whatsoever. Right, uh, duty dogs. So it could uh, be a fun weekend of games. How about those uh, photographers that used to lay on their back and shoot up their skirts and in, the, in the you know on the telecast before when we were rampant sexist with the cow- cowgirls? Did we worry about that? That was guys? the
3: up uh, the upskirt uh, portion of the pregame show. <laughs> yeah.
6: Right, except they weren't wearing skirts; they were wearing hot pants. But that didn't change the view of some no, of these uh, not at all. some of these horn dog photographers that they had working the sideline.
1: How do you think they assigned those? Okay, Rick, uh, you got the north end zone. Uh, you've got uh, the bird's eye view, Jerry. <laughs> you got the other
6: sideline over there with the Vikings. Well, I'll take the cowgirls. Over
0: remember the, remember the Vikings cheerleaders? Do you remember what they were called?
6: No, Parquettes was the St. Louis Park Parquettes. That was the first, uh, probably almost ten years at Met Stadium. And, and they had
0: snowmobile Coast suits here. on, and you didn't know <laughs> yeah. if they, what gender they were. <laughs> right. <laughs>
6: That's Right? Some of them they they were still having parquet reunion yeah. uh, years ago. I don't know if they still do or not. But now
0: they got the what the regular pros like all the other teams have. The girls, yeah, yeah. yeah,
6: they do, but boy, they're not as obvious as they used to be. They don't show them on TV anymore. You yeah. know, once in a while you see a girl waving a pom pom or something, or whatever the hell they're waving. Yeah. But the, you know what else? The, the remember the, when the wolves first started? Yes. It was basically like going to the, one of the local strip clubs. You know, it was. Uh, I mean, it was. Uh, it was. They were really uh, scantily clad. They're. You know, they're not. They don't. Uh, they don't.
0: They got outfits
6: anything. now. They got, yeah, they got clothes on. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a little different. So, uh, we we've, we've kind of toned that whole thing down. So, your Gopher
0: basketball team didn't do
6: it. No, I we are very mad. I didn't watch, but uh, we were we we're very mad at the officials. We thought we got oh. hosed by the officials, uh, as we always do. Yeah. Did I mention this to you? The uh, the fact that the officiating conspiracy. Has gotten so bad that our dance team got robbed by the refs in the jazz category of the uh, national dance.
0: Team. I, I heard that we had a, <laughs> a controversy. Yeah,
6: we won the uh, we won the overall, but we didn't win the jazz. Right. And we had a we had a routine that blew the doors off Ohio State but they gave it to Ohio State, so we're mad at the reps and dance, too, damn it. Yep. Damn. Damn. What else is Lo- new? I want to bring Lois Crinky back. It's the Faribault <laughs> uh, plagiarizer, though. My gal, I, Lois. Oh, God, I love that. That was the greatest story. Who's I Lois? had over 900 comments. That was they, they supposedly stole a routine from some outfit in Utah. Can't and prove won it. The, won the state title. And the other five teams wouldn't shake hands with somebody.
4: Big and controversy. The other,
6: the other five teams ended up like not having what they they had to miss half of the next season or something. Right? Well, or even though
1: Lois did far. step down shortly thereafter, it's a lot of mm-hmm. uh, unfounded allegations, in my <laughs> opinion.
6: Well, well, I of course knowing a lot about it. Wrote a blog defending the non sportsmen, you know, the, the ones who wouldn't shake hands with the cheating uh, plagiarizers from <laughs> And And I got 900 and some oh. comments, which was a record. But I, then I looked, and it's like 12 people calling each other names. Basically, what life.
1: Patrick did was he took a bunch of firecrackers and threw it inside a hornet's nest, and <laughs> yeah. I stood around and watched what happened.
6: You know, that that was one of the biggest weeks for internet hits in the history of the Star Trombone wow. because of the lowest controversy. I mean, everything written on it got hundreds of, uh, of uh, looks. It was unbelievable. What a great scandal that was. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> what else is going on? I don't here's I got a question, Joe. Last week, every time you turned on the uh, the football playoffs, you were told that it's super wild card weekend. Right?
0: right. Right.
6: Now it's divisional weekend, but we don't have what happened to the super?
0: It's well, the bad. super part's gone because we already super, had that. This is Yeah, this, I know.
6: Yeah. But, I mean, what the hell?
0: Not
1: quite What's as it? super divisional round weekend.
6: No, you can't. We don't. Uh, we don't do that. I'm rooting for Packers Lions, aren't you? I got to look at something here. Yes. I am rooting for a
1: Green Bay Buffalo Super Bowl so that the city of Las Vegas burns mm-hmm. to the ground. That's what I'm rooting <laughs> for. Mm-hmm.
6: You know, I just but I just sent out this notice to the hookers. You know, sure. yes, you can make. Hundreds of thousands of dollars that weekend, but these guys are going to be from Green Bay and Buffalo. right You really want? To, in other words, there is going to be forty thousand guys built like me. You really want? To, you really want yeah, but
0: them. you've That's already advised shape.
6: the hooker crowd. They got they to, get they get yeah. no, they yeah. to get in shape. No, they do have to get in shape. There is no doubt. You know, fifty isn't too late once the NFL comes you know. here. Yeah. <laughs> Let me. uh Let me let's do these real quick. Houston
0: Houston and Baltimore, I'll take Baltimore. How are you doing? I
6: think so. I think so. Yes, yes. I didn't know what you were doing there. General, uh, General, who are you taking? General Green Bay, (laughs) Green Bay at
0: Frisco. I'd love to see Green Bay, but I doubt it.
6: Yeah, I doubt it too.
0: And then Sunday, you got Tampa Bay at Detroit. I'd love Detroit. I think they have a chance.
6: I think that after sixty some years of ineptitude, that's going to catch up with the Packers, and this mediocre Tampa Bay team is going to beat them because their defense is. You mean the Lions? You mean the Lions? The Lions are going to get beat. Yeah, yeah. All I right. think Tampa Bay is going to beat them.
0: Yeah. Kansas City and Buffalo uh, toss up
6: to me. I can't. The Bills are going to win. Kansas City's not that good. That's Kansas City's not that good. Patrick
1: Mahomes' road first road game in the playoffs.
6: First ever road game? First Holy ever
0: wow. road game, yep. And wow. uh Buffalo is very excited to be welcoming Taylor to their city. Yep. Okay,
6: she will be there. Apparently, right? apparently. So, so Minnesota remains the only place that Taylor hates. That's <laughs> right, she <laughs> hates us. Yeah. She does, even though... One hundred and thirty thousand of you people bought tickets, right? Including the mayor. That's right. Including the mayor. The mayor was. Tab again. We don't want to discuss that, that, Pat.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What's this weed stuff, Kemosabe? Yeah. Yeah. You gave
6: them five thousand, and you just tell them to keep the change.
0: (laughs) And you know what? And I got a deal.
6: I got a deal. You got the bad cold, buddy. You
0: sound like racing voice. No, I feel great. I just don't sound that good.
6: Yeah, well, you, you had the bid,
0: man. Yeah, I'm over the hump, baby. You don't look that good either. Oh, <laughs> don't start this BS. <laughs> I'll talk to you
1: way. One, one, one
6: quick question. Yeah. Mike,
1: Patrick, Mike wants to know, I asked you off the air, uh, is Joe going to make it as a first ballot Hall of Famer?
6: It's looking like it. Yes, it's looking like it. And here's the good news. I didn't get my ballot, so I told, I waited and waited because the mail was so late. And then I said I didn't get my ballot, and they sent me another ballot. My, my real number is number five. They sent me number 396. I filled it out last week, put it in priority mail. They told me it would be there last Saturday. I got an email yesterday saying my ballot. Didn't, they hadn't seen my ballot, so I wasn't going to get the vote. And then this morning I got an email saying, We got your ballot. It counted. Because I was very fearful Joe would miss my one vote. Oh my God. They would all blame me.
1: Why didn't you vote, you idiot? Just like yeah. Pedro didn't win. What was it? Because of Lavelle. You would have cost Joe with the oh, Hall of MVP. Fame. <laughs>
6: yeah. George King and Lavelle. George King and Lavelle didn't vote for him for MVP. George King, out of principle, Lavelle, because he forgot. <laughs> 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 That's my theory, anyway. He's yes. always oh, no, no. But then he's voted for other pitchers before, but he also wouldn't vote for pitchers. <laughs> yes, that was, that was the scandal that Lavelle forgot, Pedro. I, I'm sticking with that story. <laughs> I'll see you Monday.
1: Goodbye. All right. Goodbye. Hey, uh, you know what you should do? Yeah. Since the calendar has flipped, give yourself the gift of new water in 2024. First, get on the schedule. I'm talking about Hofferman Hofferman Water and Connecticut. Joe wants to know where you can buy water. Well, I've got the place. Joe, call 612 895 2440 that's the number to get on the schedule to have them come out for that free water analysis an independent water treatment dealer they're the best in the business and they offer sales service and rental options for Connecticut water treatment systems that includes water softeners iron rust and odor filtration systems and of course drinking water systems i'm telling you right now i've been a customer of kinetico and hofferman and it's made amazing difference in the quality of my water for the years that i've had them hoffermanwater.com they have been proudly serving the state of minnesota for over 50 years please tell them that you heard about here on the garage logic podcast Uh, now we need a scramble John, did you see the st- Sports Illustrated story? I
2: did. I had that. Holy news, sh- but, uh, What sh- happened?
1: They're laying off their entire staff, basically.
2: Pretty much closing up shop, it sounds like. What happened? To I them? didn't
1: know Sports Illustrated still existed. Well, they're pretty much only online. Yeah. Mm. It, doesn't Murph work there, Brian Murphy?
5: What does that do for the swimsuit edition?
1: <laughs> They'll still have that. Okay. Joe... How are you doing? It's not good times for the old print. I don't know if you know that or not. Well, I'll say. <laughs> yeah.
2: A lot of people. A lot of people don't, don't read. Don't read like, read. like a lot of people.
5: Magazine. Are we ready, gentlemen, to wrap up today's
0: episode? Yes.
5: We're wrapping it up. Wrapping it down.
0: I'll
2: you make it thank God today is Friday. T G T I
3: It's a scramble.
0: For the longest time, we have followed the running career of Janice Borman. Yes. The smoking marathon runner. Yes. Only to discover that in China, there is also a smoking marathon runner, oh. Uncle Chen. Oh. And <laughs> okay. he chain smokes his way through the marathon. you got to be kidding me. But he's been disqualified because he uh, he sullied the field. <laughs> you, you're not, you're not supposed to go out there and smoke on the track, as they say. Hmm. So he was, uh, uh, disqualified for smoking on the track. And he, you know what he did? Uncle Chin, <laughs> he finished just five minutes slower than his finish two years ago. He finished in three twenty-eight. What did the winner? Wow. What did the winner? What, what was the winner's time? Uh, I don't even How know. How far that, off the lead was it? Uh, not that far. But it's China. Why? What difference does it make if you smoke or not? The air is terrible, you know. So he's done this in three twenty-eight while he's on the way on the on the route. He's lighting up all the time. Mm, I can't.
3: That would really slow you down. It's hard amazing? to run and light up. I used to be able to do it on my bicycle. I would ride uh, as soon as I got down to Nicollet Mall, uh, down way down at the end there by Loring Park. I'd light up a heater and slowly <laughs> cruise up the necklet. mall. Boy, did that make people mad.
2: Oof-ta. I
3: mean,
0: how could you not root for Uncle
2: Chin? Right, right. There were well, pictures 100%. of him lighting up, walking. Here he is. The you the got the heater going. You
0: have the uh, scratchy, smoky voice. And it doesn't take him days to finish the way it does Janice Borman. No,
5: I think I don't think Janice runs. She I think h- she walks.
0: She waddles. Walks
1: briskly. Well, the controversy right. started with his wife, Leanne, who was I know she, oh,
5: she was the restaurateur? Yeah, she go. was the restaurateur.
0: Uh, his name is Holy Fook. <laughs> see, for, for I, running. See. Uh-huh. I can go for a good egg roll. That's right good now. stuff. I tried Jordy. What are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Next oh, to the speaking, king. Of Jordy, no. speaking of Jordy, wait a
3: minute. Speaking of Jordy, migrants without proper identification may apparently opt out of being photographed by the TSA upon entry at Miami International Airport. Jo, um, jordy um wants to know if you rook got the briefing on that memo. I did but it's been
5: embargoed here at MSP airport uh for about a week. Embargoed. Uh, so, yeah, I can't uh, I I'm I have been briefed but we're not allowed to talk about s- specifics.
3: I see. Yes, oh. the, uh, the, uh,
5: photography see. the uh the lens
3: Quite a scandal. <laughs> yes. Only because they. But about us. thank you. Just wait a second Joe. What about other topics that maybe say Such has uh, brought up uh, during the show? Are you allowed to talk about those and uh add- Let's
5: let's not get greedy. Slow <laughs> no, no down. <laughs> I really need to maintain my um composure number 1. But yeah. I have a uh I have a long history of being um, a go-to the guy. I'm looking at the know. camera over here. Um <laughs> he's, and he's I, on just, TV. I just he is. We yeah. Need to make sure you guys give me the respect that I command.
3: I'll give you a wide berth, man. I'll you let know, you be you. Right
5: here, do whatever you want on GL. But the airport, uh, I pretty much only. I pretty much run.
3: You it. know, I will do whatever
5: it
0: takes to support you. Yeah. Only. Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> yeah. Man. Only because they come to us <laughs> all the way from Lake Las Vegas, Nevada, from the traveling linemen. Yes. What do you have, Joe? Well, it was on this day. I believe today is January 19th. Wow. Six in 1836, six students attended the opening of the Lake Harriet Mission School for the Dakota, founded by the Reverend Jebediah D. Stevens. The school was sponsored by the Presbyterian Missions Board and taught by the founder's niece. Lucy C. Stevens, in a cabin built by Gideon H. and Samuel W. Pond. So a little early uh, 1800 nepotism there, huh? On this day, in 1862, seeing battle for the first time and suffering 45 casualties, the 2nd Minnesota Volunteer Infantry Regiment played a key role in the Union victory at Logan's Crossroads, Kentucky. On this day, Uh, in 1928, Danan Katagiri Rashi was born in Osaka, Japan. A Zen Buddhist abbot and teacher, Rashi would move to Minnesota in December 1972 and found the Minnesota Zen Meditation Center located in Minneapolis near Lake Calhoun. Because I ain't saying beta make a ska. Hmm. I don't know how. And finally, on this day, one of my favorites. Yeah. On this day, January 19th. In 1935, Natalie Hedron was born.
5: Oh. Tippy.
0: Ooh, tippy. Tippy, the bird. Tipster. It says Natalie. It's N A T H A L I E. What would that be? Natalie? Yeah, that I isn't still... how you spell Natalie, is it?
5: Are they doodling no. back there? Yeah, are they, is that a foghorn?
0: H- Tippy Hedren, who later starred in The Birds, of course, Alfred Hitchcock, was born in New Ulm, alum. New As, and she was, I just, uh, boy, I still have a crush on her. I think she's a good-looking me, gal.
2: Ah, she wasn't hard on the still, ice. She's still alive, Joe. You could still, you know, meet up with her. You never know. Well. How oh. old is she? Well, she was well, born well, in
0: 1935, Matt.
2: We do have a discrepancy, though, because Wikipedia has her being born in 1930 on this day. Well, well, I don't care she, about that. She's either I 89 with, or 94. I
0: go with the traveling linemen. You know, Gosh. on this
1: day, the Wizard of Oz is officially 84 years old. For if real? Dorothy were to encounter men with no brains, heart, or courage, she wouldn't be in Oz. She'd be in D.C.
5: Whoa.
0: Isn't that fun? I thought you were going to say Garage Logic. Yeah. That, wow. Yeah. Was, that, oh, wow. was, was that was that a Babylon B thing, Chris? Yeah. No. It Thank you, GLers. <laughs> Thank you much to all of you. I know. And don't forget,
1: if you can't get enough of Garage Logic, join the thousands of GLers who have found us on YouTube. All you got to do is just search for Garage Logic Podcast and subscribe for daily content, including behind-the-scenes content, full segments, and video shorts. And yes. It's free. All you gotta do, Garage Logic Podcast on YouTube. Weekend cha
5: Yeah, let's do it. Super cha. Shh. Shh.
1: it is hotter than in here. Pardon? It's warm. Do you warm. need
5: a shawl?
0: And it's not just me, Joe. New hire. Give me one quick second. I gotta get the damn car out to the dealer at two o'clock. 2.30? For a recall. It's time you go to the dentist.
1: All right, I'm ready.
0: New hire at Minnesota Department of Health. Yep. Has a job description. Yep. That cannot be understood. Okay. Uh, John, don't forget to say my news stories. Yep. Washington right Post. Now. Yep. Oh, very excited about an EV road trip. Yep. From the Arctic to the Antarctic. To the yep. That averaged 80 miles per day. Okay uh john Hyde and patrick Roycey
2: john did you go get the album i did it's right what here in was front it? of me it's uh the ed bickert trio ed bickert was a phenomenal jazz guitarist he's dead now was, was he a, a monster? monster and it's yeah he was a monster, monster. Actually. It's sealed, so uh, it's very rare. I see.
3: Uh, I got in a fist fight last night with the uh, roommate Uh because she wants me to tell you about some sort of estate sale in the Twin Cities that has a lot of LPs. It was my contention that you would not drive to wherever this estate Uh, sale was.
2: You never know, although I've kind of come to the conclusion I've restocked all the LP stuff I want to get, although you never know. If there's jazz, I'd love to go, but
3: that was a very wishy washy answer. Do I what give you that, Kenny? Do I bother getting the information or not? Sure. I don't know where it's at. All all I know is I shut her down before she could tell me.
2: <laughs> I asked her to please stop talking. If you would like to get the information, Kenny, speaking of wishy washy, feel free to send it to me and I will peruse it. Oh, if you yeah. feel like not getting it, I won't. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard! Kenny chose option is, B. <laughs> see, this is this is Ed Bickard, okay, right there. That's Ed.
3: I actually I've never heard of him, to be Ed, honest.
2: Ed played a lot with Paul Desmond, who was uh, Dave Brubeck's uh, sax player. Uh,
3: Ed was. Hello, adios,
0: adios, my friends.
2: Can you hold, please?
0: Hold, please.
3: Can we? Uh, can we jump out early here? Cause I have some
0: Sure. Oh
4: you
3: know,
1: private have, kind
3: of questions.
2: Yeah, I have a question for you too,
3: Kenny. Uh